0: Hey, 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 welcome to a special edition of the Peculiar Career Chit Chat Podcast. This week, we will be continuing with our Faith Over Facts Career Spotlight Series, where I give visibility to professionals within their nine to five career journey who embody the five pillars of career acceleration. And if you are new to this podcast and just being introduced to the five pillars of career acceleration, let me remind you what they are. First is strive to thrive and not just survive in their nine to five career journey. Number two, they focus more on their faith than the facts to overcome career challenges and obstacles. Number three, they value being authentic within their career journey. Number four, they cherish maintaining their sanity in their work life. And number five, believe being peculiar is a strategy to level up in their career journey. So you guys this week the spotlight is on Dralisa Smart. Say hey Dralisa. Hey y'all. Dralisa and I met back in grad school when we were studying for our MBA at Morgan State University, and we have remained friends ever since. Dralisa currently operates in excellence at her 9 to 5 as an HR professor professional. She is also one of my entrepreneurial sisters. And last but not least, I call Drelisa my baker friend because she makes the bomb cookies and cakes with her business, Save Room Desserts, which she will tell you more about later. So without further ado, I'll turn it over to Drelisa so she can introduce herself to you.
1: Hello, everyone. As Crystal mentioned, my name is Dralisa. Um, I am an HR professional and I've been in this industry now for about seven years. I currently work for a captive finance company. I'll Keep that on the hush right now. (laughs) Um, But it is a global organization um, in the automotive industry. Absolutely love my organization. um, And I am what's called a senior HR analyst, where I support all aspects of HR for my customer, which is the business. Um, Prior to me starting my career, as Crystal mentioned, I went to Morgan State University for my MBA. And prior to that, I went to Virginia Commonwealth University studying business. And while I'm completing my classes in business, I started to take courses in HR, took an interest to it, decided to stay for another year and got another degree in HR. So just a little background as to, you know, what led me to the HR field. And it was that very first class I took in business school. Awesome! I love it. I love
0: to hear when people say they absolutely love their nine to five because hey, that's why we're here. That's why we're having this conversation, and that's what I promote, you guys. If you are feeling miserable in your nine to five, please click the link in the show notes. Let's have a A session and let's get you back on the road to happiness. Okay. All right. So Dralisa, you did not talk about your entrepreneurial journeys, and it's quite okay, but I'm just so proud of you and what you've done with Save Room Desserts because I remember when you first started and look where you are now. So definitely shed some light and tell the people what Save Room Desserts is all about.
1: Wow. Okay. So, where do I even start? Um, (laughs) It has been definitely an interesting and very blessed journey with Sabrum Desserts. Um, So, I guess I can start with where it all started. Um, I started baking as a child. So, probably somewhere in elementary school, I had an Easy Bake Oven. And so, I used to bake cookies and, and things like that with my Easy Bake. But my mother is very frugal. She did not want to pay for the um, easy bake packets that you got to use the, the little oven. So I asked if I could use the um, oven in the kitchen. She allowed me to. So I started to play around with box cakes and my dad took a box cake to work. I know i just he took one of the cakes I made to work. <laughs> huh, right,
0: look, you were just super resourceful. I a was. <laughs> yeah,
1: look, think about how much it costs to get a box cake, it's not that much. Um, it's not you get a way bigger sermon than you did with those little tiny packets of easy bake mix. Um, mm-hmm. so he took it to work, he came back. His coworkers just were so shocked that his daughter had made that cake and they absolutely loved it. So that was like my first taste of having someone enjoy my desserts. Um, I didn't really get back into it until college um, where I was working um, part-time. I had a lot of jobs in college. One of my part-time jobs, um, I was like the kid of the office. And so somebody found out that I was interested in cakes and they said, oh, you should do holiday cakes for people. I'm sure everybody will buy them from you because again, like I was the child in the office, um, (laughs) the only college student. So of course they're going to buy stuff from the kid. Right. So I had a little bake sale. I sold my cakes for $10, like (laughs) so cheap. Um, these two layer cakes, and it, a humble it, beginnings. It, it, was. it was humble beginnings it's like i can't believe that i only charged ten dollars but it was a box cake and i had a ridiculous amount of orders i had to call two of my friends over to my house to help me bake these cakes um so that that Listen was really hiring awesome.
0: people already
1: i yeah, was <laughs> yep um so that was my first experience selling my cakes um and then after that put it off was in school went to grad school. Um, And then I don't know, it's just, I wish I could really remember, but it just was like the exact moment, but it was just this thing that just never went away. And it was just always in the back of my mind, like, oh, you should probably like do this as a business. Like it just kept reoccurring. Um, that's, i decided yeah, that's the lord
0: talking to you it
1: is it is and I wish I could recall exactly what those conversations were but it just it you know it just never left my mind so um 2012 is when I uh, got a logo made for myself I started a website um but at the time I didn't have anything official as far as the state because I was just like, oh, this is just a little something. I don't know if I really want to invest, invest. And um, so that's where I started and put it off again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then I think it was 2004. No. Gosh, I'm getting my years mixed up. This is a big difference. But either it was somewhere between 2014, 2016. I know it's a huge difference. Um, But At that point, I was like, okay, I'm out of school. I'm in my career now. Let me go ahead and get serious with this business. And I filed for my business license, got that secured, found out I needed to get insurance. I went through an entrepreneurial program um, that was free. We'll put a little plug in for this. Um, It's called Operation Hope, which is sponsored by BB&T Bank. Um, It's a really good program. It's free. And the resources are available to you even afterwards. So I- Did that program specifically for um, entrepreneurship, even though I had my MBA and all that. But it just was a really good program to be a part of to push me to get things done. So, yeah, um, I guess you can say whenever I got my business license is when everything really started to happen. Um, It took me some time to get clients, but, you know, it's just been all the phases of growth ever since then.
0: Yes. I love it. I love it. I do remember, I think it was um, 2015. No, 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 no. Early 2016 when I had my first cake from you, official cake from you, as far as like for a big fun- function of mine. And that was my bridal shower. So y'all, Jalisa. And save from desserts, did my bridal shower cake. So <laughs> I did, and that I-
1: <laughs> was so
0: good. It was so good. I'm
1: glad <laughs> taste it tasted good because I was still like working on my artistic skills at that point. It just, you know, how they have those photos now on Instagram with "this is where we started, here we are now." Like I really need to mm-hmm. those up because I remember the first cake I ever used fondant on. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. Oh, growth. Growth is beautiful.
0: <laughs> yes. Thank God for the evil. That's amazing. <laughs> yes. Okay. So let's jump right on into it. So of course you guys know this is the Faith Over Facts Career Spotlight Series. And so we're going to ask Jalisa a series of questions on how she is able to infuse her faith throughout accelerating within her career journey. So first, I'm going to ask you, Jalisa, how important is it to you to have happiness within your nine to five career journey? And how do you maintain it within your nine to five?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that's an interesting question. Um, and we kind of focus on the word happiness because I think it's just one of those words that we can argue with that you know happiness is not everything. I think for me is it's am I operating in the season or in the purpose that I should be operating in and am I content. So I won't say that <clears throat> I'm always happy <laughs> at mm-hmm. my job. I'm not um, but am I at a place where I feel like I'm still of use in what I'm doing. Um, And so the way that I maintain that is just to make sure that I'm developing relationships, I'm staying connected with people, and really um, ensuring that I am focused on my deliverables. And you really understand that when you have those relationships and talk to people, um, because with me working in HR, my results are you know, that's from the business themselves. They have to give me that feedback. It's not like I'm working on anything that's metric based. Um, it's all by the service that I'm giving um, the business. So it's kind of hard for me to answer <laughs> that question. because um, for me, I just need to feel like that I'm, I'm still of use and, um, I guess if I think about it a little bit more. So one of the things I enjoy the most about my job is being able to help people. So that kind of just piggybacks on what I'm saying of me being, of me continuing to be in use. Um, I love when I'm able to provide answers, um, solve problems for people, whether it's the team members or the business themselves. I think I get probably the most joy from the team members or I hate to call them low-level employees, but just to kind of help people understand what I mean. By team members, these are <clears throat> um, not leadership, but just the employees. I get the most joy when I'm able to answer their questions or solve problems for them, and maybe something that they were struggling with. Um, and then also with me being an HR, I'm privy to a lot of people's personal business, <laughs> um, <laughs> and so I I know some things that they are dealing with outside of work. And so if I'm able to help their job, make their job easier for them for that day or that week or that year It's so rewarding for me.
0: That's absolutely amazing. So what my big takeaways from that was, and you guys definitely use these as your big takeaways as well, was you value being of service. You value being of service and also you value knowing that you are valuable to the company that you work for. And that's so important. Um, And this is just a career coaching plug. You want to always be adding value and also know that the company that you work for believes that you are adding value. Because it's not just enough to say, oh yeah, I add value to my company, but does your Company reflect that back, do they say, oh yes, you definitely add value to the team, you're definitely a great help and so forth so Juliesa, I could definitely relate with you when you say, yeah, I just want to know that I'm of service i'm I'm doing great in my role in my um senior role in h r girl, yeah, you're doing <laughs> it. <laughs> You definitely doing it.
1: I'm <laughs> trying. That's all we can do is you know show up and do our best. So, absolutely.
0: And um, going back to focusing on the word happiness, yes, when you know you are able to add that type of value to your peers and to people that you're um that you're leading, then that. Hey, that can do nothing but make you happy, right?
1: Mm-hmm. That's true. Yes, it can. But I just know that it's not always, you know, ah, it's not always a happy me. thing. But And, and it kind of reminds me of, you know, how some people may be in their career and it, it's just something that they are focused on that they don't like about the job, um, but they could really be missing the big picture as to why they are there. Mm-hmm. Um well, you know, this being a Christian podcast, um maybe God needs you at that place for a specific person. Yes. And for such a time as
0: this, like exactly. listen, it could be a person that you just need to pour into, a person that you may need to say smile at, mm-hmm. <laughs> you may need to wave at or something. It just may need be a person that you need need to encounter for another season in your life. You don't know. That's why it's so important to network with the people that you work with and don't take it for granted that, oh, well, I don't really need to talk to them because of what level they're at. You don't know what
1: they can help you with mm-hmm. in the future. So, yes, Absolutely. I love you. Yeah, and so it, just your interactions, too. If You just kind of think about, you know, <clears throat> Yes, you may not be able to, and again, me being an HR, I may not be able to go around, talk about God all day and be very um, blunt. But would somebody be able to say, you know, something's different about them just because of how they act? And yes, I think it's really yes. important um, to, to make sure that you're presenting yourself well too. Um, and just being that light in the workplace. I think we talked about this before.
0: <laughs> yes, we definitely want to always strives to be the light in the workplace. And what I always say is you want to be the godly representative in your workplace and let people know that, yeah, there's something peculiar about you. Mm-hmm. There's something strange, if you will, that about you and why people may be attracted to your personality, attracted to your um, presence in general, but it's not just your presence. It's that godly presence that's radiant being radiated off of you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Drelisa, that was great. Thank you for being so transparent with that question. Cause that's all that I promote around here <laughs> is <laughs> transparency. Because why transparency is definitely going to help our my listeners and and I just hope that you guys are getting as much value from this as I am. So let's jump on to our next question. How has your faith played a role in overcoming your career challenges or obstacles? And do the facts of this situation tend to overwhelm you? If so, how do you handle that?
1: Hmm. I think most of my career journey has been faith over facts. It's kind of crazy when I think back, um all of the choices I've made that have contributed to my career. It's all just been like, Oh, I can do that. (laughs) It never, some things never really occurred to me where it's like, Oh, maybe this is hard. You know, like it just was like, whatever, I'm just going to go out there and try it because why not? Um, And I think some of that stems from me just having this really strong faith when it I will say it comes, it's certain things I have a stronger faith to than I do others, but it's, it's, Uh, specifically with my career, I've always just been open with just taking a chance. Uh, Whether it was the institutions that I went to, you know, I just stepped out on a limb. I was like, you know, let me just apply and see if I get in. Things happened. Um, Same with the jobs I've applied to. It was just like, let me just see what happens. And like, I just had this confidence too. Like if it's meant for me to have, I will have it. Um, And then- Uh For what I'm doing right now, um, I've been in this position now for, or well, I've been with the company now for about five years. Um, and so when I started with the company, I really went to get a break from my last job. My last job was really stressful um, and I stayed as long as I possibly could because I didn't want to quit. Mm-hmm. Um but it got to the point where it was like, all right girl, it's time for you to go. This is too much. Um you need to find something else. So, I started off in a contract position um with my current employer and I really didn't have any intentions. <laughs> I just needed a job. Um and I just wanted to stay somewhat in the HR field and so I was a recruiter. And I was content. I was like, this is fine. Whatever. I'm good. So, Uh um, and it was a breath of fresh air because I only had to focus on one thing, um, clock in, clock out. It was super easy. So then a position opened up, um, for what I'm doing now. And I was like, you know what? I probably should go after that. Um, and I applied, got the job. Um, and it's been, it's like fit like a glove. It's kind of hard to explain it. Um, and, and I think a lot of it too is, i or at least I feel this way that God knows me, um, and that the way that I make choices sometimes it's just like, okay, God, if it works out, then that's a sign to me that you want me to have this. If that makes sense, because mm-hmm, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't always hear very clearly from Him, and I have to tell Him, mm-hmm. like, God, you know, I'm slow.
0: Um, Listen, I think we all struggle with that. One thing I always pray about, like, <laughs> Lord, if this is for me, smack it in my face because I, I need it to be like that.
1: <laughs> right. Like, I'm like, I need you to be really remedial with me right now because I, I don't know. But I'm just going <laughs> to go ahead and put this application in because then I started getting... A few nudges from some people too. Like, aren't you gonna apply for that position? I'm like, What? Okay, yeah, and, and and honestly,
0: that's a sign of confirmation. Mm-hmm. It's like, listen, and it's up for uh, it's up to us to recognize those signs. And the only way we can really recognize those signs is if we continue to build our relationship with God on like a personal level, like, hey God, you know, smack it in my face, give me these signs. And Thank God you paid attention to those signs. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So I went ahead and applied for it. And, you know, um, but ask your question again, because I feel like I, I tend to go off on tangents and things. So I want to make sure I answer <laughs> the question.
0: <laughs> you did. But is there any career challenges that you've encountered that you've had to infuse your faith with?
1: Mm. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll say, say this, um, cause it kind of goes back to my relationship with the team. So a, a challenge that I guess you can say that I encounter in the HR world is going back again. And I know a lot about people's business and they come to me about things, um, where they just overshare, but some stuff I need to know just because we have to support them from a business standpoint, um, So I've heard some really awful and traumatic stories from a lot of my team members to, to where it's like one of those things where you can't help but carry that weight. Um, And that, I guess you can say has been a challenge for me because it's like, there's only so much that I can do in my role. There's Mm -hmm. patience with how I can support you. Um, Like, sometimes it's financial or, you know, there's their home situation, just something, things that I just, I can't do. And so that to me is, is a challenge because I really want to be able to support them in every way that I can. Um, but I, I guess you could say the way that I've used my faith is that I pray for my team members. So I, will, you know, take their situations in prayer and just be like, you know, God, I, I obviously am limited with what I can do for this person, but I know that prayer works and I still have a responsibility as a believer with them telling me this that I need to present this to you um for you to 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 assist in their situation. So I mean that's that's the first thing I can think of really um, for for anything. You know what? That
0: is absolutely amazing because I've worked with a lot of leaders, and some leaders just don't admit that, or some leaders just don't do not do that at all. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you can come up here and say that, yes, I do take my um, team's problems to God because I may not be able to solve it and it's okay if you don't know how to solve it but the you know the Lord knows how to solve their problems he
1: does and prayer
0: definitely works like i say this all the time you know prayer is still the number one weapon to fight any battle that we face in life and just the the fact that you can have a coworker go to god on your behalf like that speaks volume and yes you definitely are a godly representative in the workplace and you don't necessarily have to tell your coworkers, I I prayed for Mm -hmm. you. No, it's not for that. Because when you go to somebody and say, oh yes, I prayed for you. It's like you're seeking some type of gratification from that. When really you prayed or should have prayed for them, because that's just a part of who you are. You know, the source is God and he can only do what you cannot do or even imagine to do. Mm-hmm. So, yes, thank you, Julisa, for being so transparent. I know that probably helps a lot of people out as far as like how they can help their co-workers out, how they can help people in their job out without, you know, even if they are facing limitations such as such as the limitations that you were facing. All right. So let's jump on into my next question. This is one of my favorite questions. All right. (laughs) So why do you think going to God about career-related issues can be the last resort for some people?
1: I have to figure out how to put this into words. (laughs) (laughs) Really, I'm glad you brought that up because... I do this sometimes myself. Oh my gosh. Um, So now I have to put myself in check as to why I tend to do this. Um, I think a lot of it is because um, most people make their career decisions from social influences. So whether that be um, where they feel like they need to be at a certain place because They're comparing themselves to others or we have this unrealistic clock that society puts on us for certain things that we should be doing or where we should be. Um, So I think that probably has a lot to do with it. Um, And then when we get into that space, we start to, to make decisions based on what we think is right because of all of these influences around us. And we kind of, we don't think about, oh, you know, I probably should ask God about this first. um, And I mm-hmm. may be going out like stretching really far on this one, but I don't know if it also has something to do with, you know, if people feel like their job doesn't relate to their religion, if that makes sense. So like they, they may separate the two. um, Like if it's not, Oh, I'm trying to figure out how to, to really explain kind of my thought process on this. Okay. Maybe you can look at it with um, purpose, right? So some people feel like, Oh, I'm not operating on my purpose unless I'm doing something that is literally religious.
0: <laughs> oh, no, 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 no.
1: So yes, you, okay. So
0: I definitely understand what you're saying. Like a lot of people do separate, you know, Oh, you know, God's not in the workplace. I don't have to worry about, you know, that it's, my boss who Mm -hmm. makes the decision. So it's in my boss's hands, but literally no, it is in God's hands. And as Christians, we definitely have to put that at the forefront of our mind. And I know it was one point in my life where I literally would lean on man. Like Mm -hmm. it's my boss has to make the decision. I can't do anything about it, but I can do something about it. I can go to God about it because I know who my God is and my God is bigger than the CEO, bigger than the president that wrote, that is um, of the company that I may be working for. And if I know that I'm a Christian and I'm trying to be the godly representative in the workplace, I know for a fact that I roll with somebody higher than the CEO. Mm-hmm. So once you know that, that means you can do, you can pray, you can, and then once you pray, things will shift in the atmosphere. Right. They will shift in your favor. And you just got to continuously seek God, continuously to be um, patient in your waiting season for whatever it is that you're seeking. But also you need to be um, using discernment as well and asking God for that wisdom so you can make the right decisions in that time that you need to make it. Cause I know you said, you know, some people tend to follow the crowd when, um, when they're doing their career search or trying to transition to one employer to the next, Mm -hmm. you know, following the crowd doesn't get you anywhere.
1: Right. (laughs) It gets you nowhere. And I think another thing that a lot of us do, um, is that we don't include God in every area of our life. Um, and it may, be, it may look a little different for some people as to what areas they don't really want to involve God in. But I think we also just kind of forget about that verse in the Bible that says, in all things, you should do it to glorify God. And that includes your job. Um, and not to mention that God provided you with this job for a means of providing for yourself. Um. You know, so I think we just kind of lose touch with that. Um, And I I think some of it, too, is because we're so focused on our careers. Like, if you introduce yourself to someone, what's the first thing you say? (laughs) You say your name and you say what it is that you do.
0: I know. Oh, my goodness. That is, like, a a serious pet peeve of mine because I'm like, if I could strip your title away from you. Mm Mm-hmm. What would you say out your mouth? Right. And a lot of times people don't even know what to say because they don't really like tap into who they truly are. They tap into their company. They tap into their
1: career mm-hmm. and not tapping into what the ingredients of them are. Exactly. Which then can lead to that person putting way too much focus and attention on what the title is. Mm-hmm. What they may actually need to be doing. Um, just losing sight of what what they should really be doing. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. they identify a little too much with it and forget what the whole purpose of having a career is for. Um, so yeah, but just to, to help people out out there, just remember that everything you do is, is, is meant to be for God. Um, especially since he's the one that provided you, um, with that resource to begin with. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, Jalisa, you touched
0: on a scripture earlier about how whatever you do, do unto the glory of God, right? Mm-hmm. And you guys, that scripture is a part of my daily affirmations. And that is 1 Corinthians 10.31. Again, that's 1 Corinthians 10, 31. In case you guys want to reflect on it, especially if you need a reminder, a daily reminder as to why am I here? What am I doing? And what's my purpose again here? Yeah, this scripture will get you all the way together because it'll be like, oh yes, I'm serving the Lord. Let me serve Lord and not the man. Mm -hmm. It'll
1: help you get through your day too. All the way together. (laughs) It'll help you get through your day if you don't have some very, you know, coworkers that you may not want to work with. <laughs> oh, let's
0: let's talk about it. You know, no, seriously. Like this was literally <laughs> one of my scriptures that I would get through when I was making my transition to full time entrepreneurship because you know there was things I just had to let go of. I literally had to let go and let God fight my battles for me. And because in that season I knew that I was not strong enough to get through what I was going through. Mm-hmm. So you guys, in your seasonal weakness in your career, those times that you just feel like, oh, I just can't push through right now. I, listen, that scripture going to get you all the way together because you have no choice but to serve God with excellence. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So thank you, Julissa, for um sharing that with us. And then before we close out, what is some advice do you want to give people who need career inspiration in this season?
1: Hmm. Um, I would say, you know, with us being in COVID right now, um, I like to call this period a time of reflection um, because a lot of things have been at a standstill. We've spent more time being still. Um, some of us have spent more time being with ourselves, um, just you know, um, whether that's in quarantine and you've just kind of been in one place physically, um, but also maybe even mentally as well. And so with it being a season of reflection, um, I think this is a, a good time for people to, you know, just go back and think about, you know, am I really doing what God wants me to do right now? Like, how am I, um, living in purpose? How is my career in purpose right now? Um, what is it that God wants you to do? Like, is, should you be, um, preparing yourself for what's next, whether that be honing in on some skills, maybe you should be doing some type of training course right now, or working on your resume, um, or it could just be where you just need to focus on your job um, and just be the best at it. But I would just say this is a good time to kind of sit still a little bit, kind of reset, reevaluate, again, reflect, um, and just let God speak to you.
0: Yes, I couldn't say said it better myself. So you guys definitely be still and know that God is God, period period. And when you reflect, just like Julissa was saying, you will start to understand You know what it is that you truly want, what it is that you truly won't tolerate. And that's just the beginning steps of discovering who it is you truly are, or like I love to say it, the ingredients of yourself. Because that's when you begin to identify yourself outside of your nine to five And I know you touched on purpose, Dralisa, which is so important because despite what you may think, you all, there is purpose, or you can at least find purpose within your nine to five career. And I do have a masterclass on that. And I will have the link to invest in that masterclass in the show notes. And you guys, I would love to love to, hop on the phone with you for a complimentary career session just so you can truly figure out what it is that you need to do in order to get back on the path of happiness and truly figure out what your purpose may be within your career journey. So thank you, Julissa, for joining us for this Faith Over Facts Career Spotlight series.
1: Oh, well, I'm honored that you even asked me to come. So it was a pleasure. Yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. So all right, you guys, we'll be back again um later this month. But until next time.